Welcome to Pro Talks, our podcast where we chat with CEOs and founders of some of the most interesting and influential asset management companies in the world. So it, it's all about integrity and doing the right thing throughout the day, even on the little things. It's all those little decision points we try and do. Um, we try and do the right thing at all those little daily decision points. Today we are here with Mark Ellis. CEO, Chief Investment Officer and Founder of Nutshell Asset Management. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Mark, how are you? I'm fine, thank you, Patricia. Um, thank, thank you for inviting me on this podcast. Um, it's a pleasure to speak to you. Okay, so so yeah, so let's start um, by talking a little bit about yourself. So could you tell us a bit about your background and how did you end up in the financial sector? Yeah, um, I suppose it started... Um, When I was a young child, um, uh, my my father had a, had a business in Yorkshire, and uh, he was very successful uh, in in what he did. Um, and at the time, I was lucky enough to be around for the Margaret Thatcher supply side reforms, uh, where there was a lot of privatization in the UK. Um, this this kind of had a two-pronged effects on my childhood really firstly um i was able to participate in the privatizations and i got my mother to open up a share trading account in the 80s and when i was 10 or 12 i was trading stocks um and i was fascinated with the money you could make and the companies and analyzing different sectors of companies and stuff so that part was really interesting and and i really enjoyed that But then conversely, my father's business suffered quite substantially uh, in the 80s. Um, where I was born in Yorkshire, there was we were surrounded by mining villages and uh, there, was, there was quite extreme poverty on the back mm -hmm. of the miners' strike. Um, and that had an adverse effect on my father's business and eventually um, it, it suffered a, a, a lot. Um, But, the, but one of the things which I got from that um, was that out of adversity, there is always some positives. And the positive there was to uh, incentivize me to get my education and realize that you can't lose education. And it gave me the uh, impetus to forge a path into the city. Um, which I would never have done had my dad's business continued to flourish. Um, so for me, that was a unique combination, which led me to uh, study economics at LSE in London. Um, and I was very privileged to do that. Um, I was just thinking the other day, one of my professors at LSE, Charles Goodhart, um, taught me uh, monetary economics. Um, he did a lot of work on central bank independence. Um, Uh, and one one of his most famous uh, contributions to academic research was Goodhart's Law, which suggests if you find a relationship and then target that relationship, then it breaks down. Um, and ironically, that's what I did for the first part of my career. I was um, uh, I, I left LSE and went into NatWest Markets graduate program, uh, and I was a derivatives trader. And I was constantly trying to find relationships uh, and relative value um, kind of models to provide an edge. 
So I, I, I was I was aware of good arts law, and and more recently, uh, there, there is times where some more of the quant type strategies break down, and I think it's to do with that that kind of good arts law. So it was quite ironic that I was taught by Charles Goodart, and then I spent a big chunk of my career trying to go against <laughs> the theory. Um, <laughs> but having said that, I, I I started on the NatWest Graduates program in in ninety five. Um, and I was a derivatives trader, and by the end of the 90s, I was voted top three market maker in the uh, currencies I specialized in, um, which, which which was good. Um, so that was my path and my first role in the city. And how did you decide to, to start your own company, and how would you define your investment process? Um, well, I, I, I think my background... Um, helped me my my kind of family entrepreneurial background um i always helped my dad out with his with his shops he had and 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 my my mother was also was was from a, a kind of entrepreneurial background um her family had their own businesses um so i always wanted to work for myself um and 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 this at the moment is is kind of a uh, nutshell is is the kind of uh that kind of desire coming 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 together um i think um I, i i have a kind of different type of background to most uh, portfolio managers um i've had over 20 years trading um uh, investment banks um being prop being a prop trader uh, i've also been in the hedge fund industry um so my background is is more relative value Uh, than a traditional fund manager, I would say. Uh, and also, I went back to university um, in 2004 and did a master's in finance. And on that course, um, I did my dissertation on momentum trading. And I was the first student to get the dissertation published. And it was published in the Journal of Asset Management in 2004. And that really provided the foundations for the, the strategy which we can which we use at the moment. So I found that the, the paper was called Momentum and the FTSE 350. And I found by um, just using momentum as a factor, you could significantly outperform over the medium to long run, the indices um, from, from a kind of basic rule. Um, but what I, what I also found is that if you uh, introduce more fundamental factors, uh, quality factors, um, then the risk-adjusted returns are even more compelling. So that is what the basis of our investment process is. Um, it's quite a complicated process. We basically, like every portfolio manager, we have this, uh, especially in the, gro in the global space, we have this dilemma um, how, how to reduce potentially 10,000 listed securities uh, into a concentrated portfolio. Um, we use several different steps in this process. Um, the first one being we, we do some basic cloud filtering where some of the factors we identify have been underappreciated by the market. Some of the quality factors like return on equity, return on investors' capital, profit margin. We have minimum hurdles which we sort for and then that gets the 10,000 securities down to uh, a more manageable universe of around 600. 
which we then push into our internal model. Um, and at the end of the day, what we end up with, once we go through our, 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 our model and our kind of more qualitative checklist is a concentrated portfolio of, of what we think are really, truly exceptional, rare companies, um, which, which have the propensity to, to outperform uh, going forward. And uh, like as a part of your investment process, because as we mentioned, you are the CEO, you are the chief investment officer and also the founder. So um, everyone like is kind of incorporating ESG and looking at your website, I believe ESG is very important for you, especially governance and, and being part of the, of the community. Um, why, why do you think it is so important? And how do you, sorry, and how do you incorporate uh, ESG to the, to your investment process? Yeah, um, e ESG has been important for us from inception of the fund, really. Um, it's always been integrated. Uh, it, it's part of our qualitative checklist. So we, we get third party uh, ratings of individual companies um, and we positively and negatively discriminate based on the scores of the individual companies. And then also we do our own in-house in in-depth analysis of um, uh, potential holdings. Um, but, but, but I think it, it, ESG for us is more than that. Um, it's it's we try and I, I, it's quite personal to me in that i'm i i go to church every week um i i think that gives me a decent moral compass i traded over the counter derivatives for decades where my word is my bond and i think i've got responsibility being a father of, of five children to set a good example and and try and do my best so it, it's all about integrity and doing the right thing throughout the day, even on the little things. It's all those little decision points we try and do. Um, we try and do the right thing, all those little daily decision points, uh, as, as well as just integrate it into the process because we think it's the right thing to do. Um, and, and then also, m more recently, we've tried to help out with community projects, um, uh sponsoring charities and and, and more recently we we've with, with a sponsor of um a local hockey club um uh and although we're a small fund with limited resources we, we try and make the biggest impact we can with with, with the small budget we have and uh, yeah I, i really liked one sentence from on your website i like that the principles that govern our business are based not only on laws and regulations but also are funded on respect and dignity for others. I think that is really important and, and really nice. So um, coming back to the hockey team, uh, why, why did you decide to sponsor a, a hockey team? <laughs> well, I actually have, as I said, five children. And, and, and recently my, my youngest six-year-old Flora, she's, she's joined the club. So I now have five paying members of the club. Um, and, and, and like Nutshell, it, it started a couple of years ago. Um, it's got a similar, similar comparable story to, to, to Nutshell in that it's got a vastly experienced kind of coach and committee um, and a coaching team. And they, they really punch above their weight. Um, it's a small club. It's only been going two years. Last year, it, it won uh, the outdoor under 14 national uh national championship 
um, the sort of the reigning champions um, in the UK. Um, the under 16s were runners up. Um, more recently, they've just won a whole raft of indoor uh, national uh, championships. Um, the standard is really high. Um, but more importantly for us, it really does provide local children with kind of st structure, um, especially in lockdown. They, they provided a lot of online resources and support during lockdown. Um, and I think sport is a great foundation for children to, to, to teach them kind of structure, uh, persistence, uh, dealing with adversity um, and on all, all these other traits which they then have for the rest of their lives um, and building great friendships with friends and being part of a team. So my, my children get a lot out of it and I just 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 think it's, it's, it's great to be involved in that club. I think it's really nice. I also think like sports for children are such a great place for like, yeah, to meet other children, to interact and also like, you know, to be healthy uh, because sport is very important. So on that note, um, what would you say success means to you? Like as an overall, like thinking on your company and your children and, and everything. Yeah, I mean, in, in life as general, I, I certainly wouldn't say success is, is to do with the size of your bank balance. I think success is making the most of your individual talents um, and, and, and doing it in a way which helps others as well and doing the right thing as you go along that journey. Um, and also success, I, I would say, needs to be, if, if you're thinking about a career, you, you, you're successful if you do something you enjoy. Mm -hmm. you, you, you could be the wealthiest person in the world, um, but you're not successful if you do something you don't like. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, that making the most of your talents, um, doing the right thing, being a decent person, um, and finding something you enjoy is, 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 is the definition of success for me. I mean, that's a really nice definition. <laughs> I think I share that definition as well. So, um, And then, like, uh, as, as with all your experience, uh, would you have any advice for anyone wanting to start a career in finance in the asset management industry? Yeah. Um, finance is really broad. So, uh, as I mentioned, I think the key is to find something that you enjoy within finance. If it's maths, maybe derivatives. If it's sales or speaking to people, maybe sales. If 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 it's interesting companies, then portfolio management. But find something you're interested in um, is 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 worth a lot because then it becomes a passion, and then it doesn't become like work. So. I, I love what I do. I would I would work for free and I would work all day and all night and all weekend if my wife would let me. Um, <laughs> and I would do it for free and 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 I and I love it and I, I don't I don't um, envisage stop doing it for for a long time. Um, so I, I would find a passion, um, something you're passionate about. Um, I would then also be aware that spe specifically when you start in a career in finance, you've got to be persistent. You cannot um, give in uh, to, to be successful in anything. You've got to be persistent. 
You, everyone has adversity, everyone has hard times. But actually, an, another thing uh, which I, I, I would really ad, advise doing is when these adversities come by, um, is, 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 is to learn and grow from them. Um, they're, they're a great opportunity. Look, any kind of loss or, or adversity, I would, I would really recommend sitting down and thinking what good, what, 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 how could I learn and grow from this? Um, and and I, I find personally that when we have challenges at work, we had a, we, 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 I, I really do have a, a productivity boost. It really gives me the incentive to sit down and do some research or uh, learn from it um, and, and make sure it's not wasted um, is, is my advice. I think that's a really good advice. So we are getting to the end of the conversation. Uh, this was really nice. Mark, I really enjoyed uh, chatting with you. Hope you have enjoyed as well being here with us today. Yeah, thank you very much. I really enjoyed it. And it's given me a great opportunity to, to reflect on my life, which sometimes I'm generally too busy to do. So thank you for that opportunity. So I'm glad that helped you as well. Um, so yeah, so for everyone listening, uh, we will be back in two weeks and follow us on social media and uh, subscribe to our newsletter to be up to date. Thank you so much. Um, thank you, Mark. Bye.